0: Welcome to Inspiring Minds powered by the Edison Awards, where we showcase the leading innovators from across the globe. I'm your host, Jennifer Trammell, and we are joining you today from the 2023 Edison Awards in Fort Myers, Florida. On the podcast today, we are talking about smart glasses with Oppo air glass. Think about getting a notification and you pull out your phone to check, or maybe you turn to your smart watch. Oppo Air Glass puts that information right in front of your eye. Chris Vick is here to talk about the future of wearables. Chris, welcome to Inspiring Minds.
1: Oh, thanks. Really happy to be here.
0: Well, and welcome to Fort Myers.
1: Yeah. Um, actually, this is my first time in Florida. Um, How about interestingly that? Interestingly enough. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, great. We're glad the Edison Awards could bring you, and we have served up a perfect day out there. So as soon as we're done with this interview, you've got to get back outside.
1: Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> great.
0: Well, we're talking about Oppo air glass today. And before we get into this specific technology, we've got to understand AR and VR and all of these phrases are coming about. Help us understand the landscape. What's the difference? What do each of these things mean?
1: Yeah, so, I mean, they're all like kind of similar technologies, but uh, there are some key differences. So uh, virtual reality, like you typically have like a head mounted display where you're fully immersed in a uh, completely like fabricated world. Um, so you're, you don't really have any interaction with the outside world um, when you're engaging in VR. Um, it's all uh, full immersion and you're interacting with these sort of uh, constructed like digital objects as if they were real objects, but it's all all like very like enclosed. Um, with augmented reality, um, it's, Similar in that like you still have like these digital objects that you're interacting with, but those objects are also overlaid onto the real world. Hmm. So you still have this like awareness and presence in reality, um, but it's being augmented. I it Sounds silly to say like obviously augmented by like this sort of digital assets.
0: Is Pokemon Go an example of that?
1: Oh uh, yeah, exa- That's probably one of the more famous examples of like augmented reality.
0: Okay. Yeah. So we're taking some digital assets and placing them into the real world. Exactly. And interacting with both.
1: Yeah. Okay. And then um, with the Oppo air glass, uh, we're calling it something uh, assisted reality, where it's not quite augmented reality in that there's um, digital objects that are like engaging with the real world, but rather um, it's sort of 2D digital objects that are like giving you more information um, about like yourself uh, maybe your surroundings um, but not in a way that is necessarily like triggered by like being in a certain spot it's more like um, you need to like notifications that you would maybe see on your phone or a smartwatch are instead visible like through like an eyepiece while you're still able to like interact with the world around you like you're not having to pull out your phone and look at it and like disengage or like look at your wrist for instance it's like you're still like upright and like interacting with the world
0: creating that more seamless experience
1: yeah that's a good way to put it
0: okay so now we're all on the same page thank you for laying out the landscape for us tell us more about your journey with the company so far
1: Oh, wow. So I've been with Oppo uh, since about 2012. Um, I started with Oppo Digital, which was the division of the company that was making uh, Blu-ray players. Uh, So we started uh, with DVD players, then Blu-ray players, went into personal audio with headphones, uh, headphone amplifiers, that type of thing. Um, And then eventually, um, when we wound down that part of the business, I moved to the mobile phone side. Um, And that's when I joined the U.S. Research Center in Palo Alto. Uh, In California and I've been there since about 2018 Um, so the majority of my work is uh, focused on what's called partnership management uh, where we um, basically interact with uh, primarily startup companies uh, based around Silicon Valley to see if there's maybe any up-and-coming technology that we might want to utilize in future products.
0: All right so you've really seen this transformation of technology over the last 10 years.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, at the time that Oppo Digital was making Blu-ray players and those types of products, like Oppo Mobile was still making like uh, phones, like phones, and then smartphones, and then moving into like wearables and, and things like that. So it was two like I guess simultaneous but different journeys, and then they kind of merged together. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: We're seeing a lot of that convergence. Yeah. Our, each area of our life lives become more digital.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about wearables. Let's talk about Oppo Air Glass. Yeah. This is a really exciting product, and it's especially cool if you can go watch a video of it. Mm -hmm. Since we're on podcast for the most part, uh, tell me tell me about this. What does it look like? How do people interact with Oppo Air Glass?
1: Yeah. So it's basically uh, a monocle designed like smart glass, where uh, you have uh, a pair of um, like glasses frames that. Like look pretty much like normal glasses frames, but there's uh, a magnetic system in place where uh, you're able to kind of clip on um, the Oppo Air Glass monocle, mm-hmm. um, and that monocle contains like a micro LED projector um, that um, outputs to uh, a waveguide that basically spits the the rays back into your eye so that you can see like a digital image, and. I mean, basically, like any the types of notifications that you would receive, like from like a smartwatch or something like that is is what you would see uh, with OPPO Airglass. So you would get um, like maybe step by step navigation instructions. Um, so you're
0: walking around a new city. You don't want to pull out your phone and look like that tourist. Yeah,
1: exactly. You don't want to make area,
0: make yourself a target. Yeah, sure. OK, you're getting those directions right in front of your eye. Right. What are some of the other use cases?
1: Um, so there's uh one that I would be happy to have right now, the teleprompter. Ah, this is a,
0: a casual conversation, Chris. <laughs> yeah. no, no notes and prompting involved.
1: Um, but yeah, basically uh, that feature, you can upload like a Word document um, and the text will like display like in your eyesight and like, for instance, I would still be able to interact with you right now while still, yeah, exactly. And I would, I could be reading something and you wouldn't necessarily know.
0: So all of a sudden, we have these smooth speakers and presenters, and we're like, "Wow, how did everyone get so?" I know, nervous? right?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: and then um, another thing that we had heard about is real-time transcription.
1: Oh yeah, so the the real-time translation feature. Translation, um, yes. So yeah, I mean that's basically like if you were speaking a, another language, like we would be communicating in. Um, you would utilize a phone in this case. The AirGlass would be paired with a an Oppo phone, mm-hmm. um, and so when you would speak, like, let's say you were speaking Chinese, for instance. I don't know Chinese, so the audio would be transcribed and the translation would appear in my eyesight, and it, like, ideally it would be like a kind of seamless conversation even though we don't speak the same language, like, we can easily understand each other without, um...
0: Without interpreters.
1: Yeah, exactly. No interpretation. Well, other than, like, the device. yeah. Yeah, the
0: device working as interpreter in real time. Yeah. That could be such a game changer.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: When you think about cultures interacting in our world of globalization. Very cool. Yeah. So how did we get to this point? How did you go about the market research? What were you hearing for people's expectations with wearables?
1: Yeah, so Oppo's has always been like kind of on the cutting edge of innovation. And when we were looking at the market, like we saw that um, augmented reality glasses or smart glasses were something that was going to be the future. And so we wanted to make investments in that area so that like as the market matured, um, we would be like right there with it and would be able to offer our customers like compelling cutting edge products that took advantage of that technology.
0: When I think about a watch or a ring, there's something fundamentally different about putting it on your face. Yeah. What is the market telling you about that experience and what they want?
1: Well, um, first of all, like for people that don't already wear glasses, like asking someone to put glasses on their face is kind of a tough sell. Uh, So something that really needs to be considered is that for people that don't require corrective lenses to begin with, there really needs to be compelling use cases um, to convince them to do it in the first place. So for instance, I wear contact lenses, like I on purpose don't wear glasses, Um, and getting me to put... Glasses back on is, it's going to be tough to be honest. So, um, there really needs to be like a, a good reason to do so.
0: Could we get to the point that the Oppo lens is a contact? Uh,
1: I mean, there are companies that uh, had been working on that type of technology. So, I think um, eventually it's, I don't know how long it will take, but yeah, I think that's probably something that will happen uh, in the future.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then when you think about glasses, for people who like wearing them, too, not just trying to convince someone, it becomes this expression of your personality.
1: Yeah, definitely. And so, I mean, when people do choose a pair of frames, like, it's, it's very unique to them. I mean, when you're looking at someone's face, like anything on their face uh, is kind of a huge deal. So um, they need to be aesthetically pleasing. They, they can't look... Um, I mean, they can't make the person that's wearing them feel like self-conscious necessarily. Like they have to be like very comfortable with the design. Um, And so I think having a pair of like uh, AR glasses that like closely mimics like what a real pair of glasses would be. I mean, it's something that has to happen. Yeah, something that
0: I would pick, something that expresses my personality, that the the color and the size and the frame and the even material, plastic, metal, is reflective of how I want to present myself to the world.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Hmm. All right, we're going to go glasses shopping one day then? And just (laughs) like you're at the ophthalmologist, you know what I hate when they dilate your eyes first? And then Mm. they're like, why don't you pick out some new frames today? (laughs) So we'll be shopping instead for our AR glasses. Right. No dilation required.
1: Yeah, if all goes well, yeah.
0: (laughs) What else should we know about Oppo and where you're headed? Uh,
1: well, I mean, for people that aren't familiar with the company, um, like we're uh, one of the top smartphone uh, manufacturers in the world, um, where we have a whole like ecosystem of devices at this point, um, smartphones, smart glasses, um, wearables like uh, smartwatches, uh, true wireless stereo earbuds, um, basically anything that is, Uh, like IOT devices anything that kind of uses the the smartphone is kind of a base that like you can expand upon from there
0: we're here in Fort Myers for the Edison Awards the gala is tonight how you feeling
1: I feel good like I'm kind of excited for it actually yeah Actually, I I don't know if this is really even necessary to say in the interview, but uh, got fitted for a tuxedo for the first time. So, yeah, that's going to be an interesting experience. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty (laughs) decent. I don't know. Good, good. That's
0: a nice experience. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's part of the fun. We're here for a black tie gala. We have people from all around the world, innovators, inventors, a really smart crowd. What are you looking forward to when it comes to interacting with these folks?
1: Oh, wow. Maybe just learning things. Like I'll, I'll easily admit that I'm not the smartest person in the room. So being that's able how you get to better, right? yeah, exactly. So just being like a fly on the wall, I guess, or maybe even a kind of sponge to like soak up the information uh, is something that I'm pretty excited about.
0: Yeah, we have panels this afternoon. We have keynote addresses, um, and I just think you never know who you're going to sit and have coffee with, or who you're going to end up you know next to at lunch. Yeah, sure. And that's what makes these interactions so fascinating. So I hope you meet a lot of great people here today.
1: Yeah, me too, thanks.
0: And tell me about your experience um, with the team when they found out we are a finalist for an Edison Award.
1: Oh yeah, so uh, there's a lot of excitement. Like I think that uh, the acknowledgement uh, that comes from being uh, named a finalist for the Edison Awards is something that we're very proud of. Um, And just the fact that, the sort of exposure that we get um, from being nominated or or being a finalist, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, is also something that the team is uh, very proud of and excited about.
0: Well, Chris, congratulations to you. Share our good wishes with the team, and we'll look forward to seeing OPPO Air Glass in the future.
1: All right, sounds good, thank you.
0: Thank you. And thank you for joining us for this special edition of Inspiring Minds from the Edison Awards in Fort Myers, Florida. We hope you'll tune in again next time for a story with another inspiring innovator. I'm your host, Jennifer Trammell.